Well, good morning and welcome to Winners Win Live. I'm Christopher Coakley, President of Search 365. And I just wanted to come to you with a quick message about building your business, the type of momentum you need to get going, and really how to monitor uh, your success. See, this business, guys, is really all about the numbers. If you do the numbers, you'll have the success that you want. See, finding a leader, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. That you got to go through a lot of people to find that influential person that's got a burning desire like you can't believe, really wants to be somebody that's willing to put in the work. That's a rare individual. I mean, you got to think since the history of this country, and almost everyone proclaims this is the country to come to if you want to be financially independent. The streets are paved with gold. Anybody can become rich. But since the history of this company, still all the wealth is held by the top 1%. It's the only 1% of the people in this country. 100 years, 200 years, 300 years later, it's still only 1%. So, so that tells you that as much as opportunity is available here, there's still only a few people who do it. And so when you're out looking to build a multi, multi, multi-million dollar business, you got to do the numbers to find the right people to build it with. We've always said it only takes seven to 10 key people to become totally financially independent. But see, under that seven to 10 key people, you're going to build an army of thousands. But you got to find the key leaders to lead that army of thousands. And in order to do that, you got to do a lot in a short period of time. I've always used this example that if you take gunpowder and you spread it in a thin line from here to across the street and you light it, it'll just burn and sizzle all the way across the street. But if you take that same amount of gunpowder and pack it into a stick and create a stick of dynamite, and you like that and toss it across the street, you could blow up a whole house. See, it's not just about how much work, but it's in a period of time, in a compact period of time, that causes the explosion that you're looking for. So I'm going to run through a couple of points real quick. Um, that was the mentality that we had building a business. And see, what we called it was double-digit recruiting. See, we focused on how to get double-digit recruiting going. Now, listen to me. In your team builder group, so many of you are trying to get double-digit re recruiting going in your whole team in a month. I'm talking about in your team builder group every week. Now, some of you are going, Chris, 10 a week? I mean, I... I you're right, I can't do 10 a month. How do I do 10 a week? You got to step it up. You heard me talk about how I would do 10 pennies a day. I would go out and make 10 new contacts a day, five days a week. That's 50 contacts a week. That's 200 plus contacts a month that I would do personally. And then as I found leaders, they would work the same program I'm working because they would see that it was working. They would see that I'm making money. They would see. So they go, what are you doing? I go 10 a week. 
So, so we went from 200 contacts a month, 50 a week, one leader I find, and now we're doing 100 between the two of us a week, 400 a month. We find another meet, uh, leader, we're doing 150 a week, 600 a month. And every time we duplicated ourselves, we would go up 200 more people a month. Guys, this is not, see the one thing about me that's different than most people who train or teach, I don't teach from a book or from theory. I teach what we did. See, it's not, I, this is not what you can possibly do. This is what I know you can do because I was just a young guy that didn't know nothing about nothing. But because I didn't know nothing about nothing, I had no limitations. If they said, Chris, go get 10, I went and got 10. If they said, go get 50, I went and got 50. If they said, do 100, I did 100. Why? Because they didn't tell me that nobody else had ever done it. And then they saw a team begin to duplicate and do it all over and became one of the number one recruiting teams throughout my career. Not because of any special super duper talent. I just didn't know any better. See, there's a difference between walking through a horror movie the first time and doing it the second time. See, the first time, you have no idea what you're in for. So you're fearless. The second time, you know exactly where the killer is. You're screaming, don't go around that corner. Don't go through that door. Don't run down that street. See, too many people function like a horror movie the second time. You're afraid of everything instead of just running through the door, running through the wall with reckless abandon. So let's get through these points really quick. Rule number one is you got to learn to feel good about where you are. See, I don't care where you are right now. I don't care if you've done no recruits. I don't care if everybody has said no, nobody's been interested. None of that matters. You got to be excited about where you are. Now you say, Chris, how can I be excited? Because you're here. That's the first step. Do you know how many people have no idea that this business opportunity even exists? They have no idea that there's a place to go that you don't need to have a college degree. You don't have to have training. You don't have to spend a ton of money and you can go into business for yourself and in one of the largest industries in the world, the largest travel, uh, one of the most fun, sexiest industries out there. And that you have the potential to go make millions and build a legacy for your children's children. You hear, you know about it. That, that in itself, you've beat most of the people. There's people out there who will never even be introduced to this. You understand there's over 300 million people in this country. I doubt 300,000 have ever heard of us. And even at our peak, even when we dominate, it'll probably be a couple of million that will have heard of us out of 300 million. So you got to feel good about the fact that you've heard of us. You know where we are. You're in. You That's half the battle. 
And then you got to focus on double-digit recruiting in your team building group. See, 10 recruits or less a week. This is how you got to think of it, guys. 10 recruits or less a week means your team building group is shrinking. You're not, you're not outpacing attrition. People quit faster than you're recruiting. And if you stay under 10 a week, Chris, how do you do 10 a week? I just told you. If you focus on 10 a day, and you don't have to, and they don't have to be cold. You do two, two grand openings a week with 10 guests. And you'll recruit six people a week. Now, if you go out and get 10 names and numbers a day for five days, you'll recruit another five right there. That's 12, that's uh, 11 people a week. Two techniques. Everywhere you go, say, by the way, you seem like a sharp person. Maybe you can help me out. My company's expanding in the area, looking for people interested in making an extra two to $3,000 a month from home. Do you know anybody that might be interested in that? You. Well, that's great. Look, here's my name and number. How can I reach you? Great. I'll give you a call in the next 24 to 48 hours with some more information. Is that fair enough? It was really great meeting you. How long did that take? Even if you slow it down, what is it, 30 seconds? Let's say it's a minute. Can you do 10 minutes a day? 10 minutes a day, 10 new contacts a day will lead to at least one recruit. If you do that five days, that's five of your 10 recruits for the week. Do two grand openings, help them get 10 guests to their grand opening, three and the warm market will join out of 10. You do that twice, that's six. That's 11 a week. There's your technique. Chris, what do I do with those 10 contacts? You call them the next day between nine and 12. And you go, hey, John, this is Chris. Remember we met the other day at Walmart. Let me ask you a question. Are you anywhere near a computer, right? Oh, you are? Great, I'd like to get that information to you that I promised and get them to log into the Zoom and either share the video or do the presentation yourself. What if they say they're not near a computer? Well, you know, John, when today will you be near a computer? Oh, and I get home from work about six o'clock tonight. John, I'll give you a call back at six, is that okay? And you schedule John to call back at six and you call the next one. That's what you do. But you can't tell me you can't do 10 a week in your team builder group. You're just not doing it. And look, when you're doing between 10 and 20, now your team builder group is maintaining its growth. It's maintaining. You got to get in the 20 to 30 recruits for your team builder group to start really growing. You got to get to the 30 to 40 recruits. Then you say, Chris, how am I supposed to go? That's when you duplicate yourself. See, at 10 recruits, you should be able to do yourself. But then what happens when one person duplicates you and start doing the same system? Two grand openings a week, 10 new contacts a day. Now it's two of you, you're at 20 recruits. What happens when you find another lion like you two? Now it's three of you, you're at 30 recruits. 
then you find one more. It might not be direct to you. Remember, this is your team builder group. It could be you and then somebody you recruited and then somebody they recruited and somebody they recruited could be your fourth line. And now you're doing 40 recruits. See, by the time you've got four or five people duplicating your system, and remember, you're doing 10, 20 uh, a week. If you're doing 10 recruits a week, 40, 50 recruits a week, if it's four or five of you, now your team builder group is exploding and you're promoting directors. I mean, think about it. 50 recruits a week is 200 a month. It only takes 125 to be a director. Now, all 200 won't be under one person. That's why you'll start recruiting director like you'll promote a director every six months at 50 recruits a week. Every six months, you'll promote a director. But now, what are the principles you need to follow to make this happen? Number one, you have to realize that you can only get so much out of the people you have. Stop trying to figure different ways to train the same people. Stop trying to force, drag, kick people into doing something. The number one question I get asked is, Chris, how do I get my people? Soon as I hear that line, it doesn't even matter what comes after it. It, it, it just, I, I, my skin crawls. It's like, how do you can't get people to do anything? You have to do what's necessary. And people who want to win will follow you. It's just that simple. But you got to go do it first, because when you do it first, you take away all excuses. When you tell someone to do something that you haven't or isn't doing, they're looking at you like, if it was that easy, why aren't you doing it? Now, they may never say that, but their subconscious is thinking that, and that's why they don't make themselves go to work. But when you're doing it and you're making money, you know that the most powerful thing my mentor ever did was he never tried to make do anything. He never tried to convince me to do anything. Every time I, I complained or whined, he would just pull out his paychecks for the week and go, well, I made 20 grand this week. How many of those problems are you complaining about would you still have if you were making 20 grand? And I said, none. And he goes, get out of my office and go make 20 grand. And by the time he did that to me for the third time, I never complained again. See, he didn't have, he didn't do a special training class. He didn't teach me a whole bunch. He showed me that every week he gets paid from the exact same company that I'm working at. He works at the same place with the same comp plan. And yet it's paying him and it's not paying me. Why? Because he's working, I'm whining. It only took two or three times for him to show me a paycheck before I said, no more whining, all working. So don't say, can I get, how do I get my people? Go to work. 
make money, have those bonus checks. And when they start complaining, just pull out your bonus check and go, hey, I got a $1,000 bonus this week. Matter of fact, I've gotten one every week. And quickly, the winners will look at that. And something will click inside of them and say, you're not that, better, that much better than me. Nobody's that much better than me. And they'll go to work. That's how you get your people to do whatever it is you're trying to get your people to do. How do you get my, how do I get my people to go to convention? Never miss a convention. If you always go, they'll plan to go. How do I get my people on a conference call? You always be on your upline's conference call. What you give to your upline, your people will give to you. It's simple, guys. Do it first. Look, most people have found their place in the team. They have. There's usually three categories. You got the people that are here socially. That's 80% of the people. Eight out of 10 are here to have fun and travel with other people. Do you understand that as much as people love travel and even those who can afford travel, the number one thing that stops them from traveling is they don't want to go by themselves and they really shouldn't. So when they find a group of people, their whole company's built on travel clubs. People who just want to travel with other people. There's companies built on that concept alone. They don't even sell anything. People pay to join and then they pick and go on trips together. So 80% of the people, eight out of 10, just want to be around like-minded people with a positive attitude that they can travel with and have fun. And see, here's what makes us uniquely different than most. We get paid for that. If I got a thousand people who just pay their monthly business expense to hang out with us, and I recruited them through my team builder group, so I'm getting somewhere between six and eight dollars a person in residual. That's six to eight thousand dollars a month from my eight out of ten that aren't going to recruit anybody or even sell anything. That other 10% are going to learn how to do travel. And on average, as a director, your travel override is about 10%. So if that group of people that learn how to book travel, if they book $100,000 a month in travel and I override that by 10%, I, that's 10 grand a month. They do a million a year in travel, uh, and, and I override that by 10%. That's an extra 100000 a year on that 10%, that one out of 10 people that decide they're going to go focus on travel. And then I got that one that's running like me. See, out of every 10, I got one that's running like me. That person is going to make you millions. I got one that's running in travel. That person is going to make you thousands. I got eight that are hanging out and having fun, and they're going to add another 8,000. 
That's how it breaks down. See, and your people have already decided if they're that eight, that one, or the one that runs. Chris, I got none running. Then all of yours are in the 80 percentile. I got one that does travel. So you got an 80 and 10. You're still looking for that other 10%, that one runner like you. But most people have already figured out what they're going to be. And it's not determined by training. It's determined by nature. A lion is a lion. No other animal can decide they're going to become a lion. You either have a burning desire in you, you're either sick and tired of being sick and tired, or you're not. You either want to be somebody so bad you can't stand it, or you're not. The only way you can get to the next level is to recruit more people, guys, more people. You can't try to make the ones you got work. You got to go get more people. The only way you're going to grow and explode your business is more people. The only way you're going to the top is more people. You have to accept that the answer to every problem you have is more people. Number two, make the decision that you're ready to start recruiting. See, once you decide you're going to start recruiting, stay there. But you got to make a decision. Decide. Decision. Decide. See, recruiting is a mindset. It will not work unless you're 100% committed to it. 100% committed to it. What does that mean, Chris? That means you recruit. And then you teach your recruits to recruit. And then you teach their recruits to recruit. And you teach their recruits to recruit. And what you talk about is recruiting. And what you recognize is recruiting. When do I switch them over and teach them travel? You don't. You teach recruiting and recruiting to recruit. What should I be doing? Recruit. What should I be focused on? Recruiting. When do I teach them how to book a Disney cruise? You don't. You teach them recruit. See, anytime you give them another option, they'll take it because recruiting and dealing with people is the hardest thing in the world to do. But that's also why it pays so much. But if you give them an out, they'll take it. See, if you focus on recruiting and then all of a sudden you go, you know, you can make money booking cruises, they'll go, Right to booking groups. Why? It's easier than recruiting. See, people will gravitate towards the easy. So you don't give them the easy option. Now, if they can't do what you're teaching, if they're just horrible at recruiting, if they just can't string together a couple of sentences, guess what they will do? They'll remove themselves and go learn how to do travel on their own. You don't change. See, you got to be 100% to get people to be willing to run through that wall. 100%. See, there's a reason why when you join the military, the first thing they do is put you through boot camp, where they teach you how to be 100%. See, in boot camp, you don't have options. You don't have choices. 
You got to do what they tell you to do. See, once they get you programmed to do what they tell you to do, you'll run through a wall when told. But if they spent the first two weeks going, you can either do this or you can do that. Or you could do this or you could do that. You could get up early and do, you know, PT or you could sleep in late. Uh, you can learn this guns training or you could just learn how to use a knife. Or you, at the end of that time, they would not have a soldier prepared for war. They'd have people sitting around thinking about what they want to do. You're going to build an army to become financially independent. You got to tell them what to do. And it's got to be consistent 100% of the time. Your people will not start recruiting until they see that change in you. Until you start, nobody else is going to start. You can't watch this training I'm doing and then go do it for your people and go, go. They ain't going to go nowhere. They're going to look at the training and say, that makes sense. So why aren't you doing it? We'll wait until you go first. See, everybody's quick to take a training and train somebody else. No, you take the training, internalize it, and do it. People need to see you do it, not hear about how you're going to do it. Three, you got to forget about ratios for a while. You got to forget about, you know, I'm doing this many SBAs, but I'm not doing as many tip or top sales. Look, in the beginning, you got to sell out to just recruiting, just building SBAs, building SBAs, building SBAs, and then the sales will follow. And then you'll have an average of 40 to 50%. And that's how it goes. And the number of recruits you're doing will eventually become the number of sales you do. If you're doing 100 recruits a month, for three to six months, you'll eventually be doing 100 tip of top sales every month. But don't worry about the ratios. First thing you got to do is get recruiting young. I remember the time my H2 Hummer ran out of gas. And it was just me and my cousin in it. And we had to push it. And I don't know if you've ever tried to push, a, push an H2 Hummer but it's, a, it's eight plus thousand pounds. And at first you're thinking, okay, one of us has got to steer it, but then there's no way one of us can push it. And you know what you got to realize? I can't worry about steering it right now. What I got to first do is get it moving. So both of us got behind it and started with all of our might, our feet, our shoulders, everything we started pushing. And eventually it started moving. And then it started moving faster where we went from walking to running. And then one of us ran to the front, jumped in and started steering. See, don't worry about the ratios right now. You got to put all your time, effort and energy into pushing, which means recruiting. And then the ratios will work out. When you focus on recruiting, your recruit to sell ratio will be off. But it'll come back as your team matures three to six months. So you got to sell out to recruiting.
What does that mean? Your people will not recruit if it's not what you are recognizing. It must be recognized. It must be talked about. It must be constantly sold and explained to them. It can't be a temporary fix. You can't start. Then never let up. See, once you start, you got to never let up. You can't have a good month and start celebrating. You got to keep going and going and going until you build momentum. It's all about building momentum. You got to lead by example to get recruiting going. This is what I've said since the beginning of this training. You got to do it first because you got to prove it can be done. See, no matter what the economic climate is, recession, jobs reports, all of it, you got to recruit through everything that's going on in the world. So your people can see you can still recruit. There are still people looking for opportunity. There are still people who want to win. You got to find a direct rabbit. Nothing will happen until you do. What is a rabbit, Chris? Somebody who duplicates you. See, you got to go do it. And you become the first rabbit that they're looking at. But then they'll make an excuse and say, well, of course, Chris can do it. I mean, he's like this and he's like that. And he's, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then when I create one, when I get one person following me that's doing it, and then I put all the attention on them. Yeah, that's right. I'm doing it. But, but what about this person? See, see, what about, look, look at this. Look at, look at my number one recruit. Look at the person who's who running laps around you. Look at the person who's doing more numbers than anybody. Look at our number one person. Look at all the recognition. Look at all that role. See, now I got a rabbit. Somebody rose from your ranks. See, until you find that rabbit, you got to focus on a minimum of recruiting six new people yourself every month. See, you got to keep recruiting until you find the rabbit. There's nothing to fire up your team like a rabbit. You got to have a recruit to recruit. Don't recruit to sell. See, when you recruit somebody, you got to teach them how to recruit. You got to do their grand opening. You got to, you got to, you don't teach them how to go sell, travel or sell. So you recruit to recruit. If your goal is recruit someone to help them find more recruits, not to sell them, guys. You need to look through the recruit into their market to find the superstars. We always used to say that uh, uh, that that you find a director three to four generations deep into a person's market. See, most of the time, you're not going to recruit the person that'll become the director, but you'll recruit the person who knows a person that knows a person that knows that person that has everything it takes to become a director. And so you got to look into that market and find that director. Because see, the key to winning at anything in life is you got to be willing to be bad at something for a while so you can become great at it forever. That's the key. And so I know recruiting might not be your forte right now, but you got to keep working at it until you become surgical at it. Until you don't even have to think about what you're gonna say. You're just a machine. We're talking the weather 
incredible what's going on. This, by the way, you seem like a sharp person. Maybe you can help me out. Oh, well, sure. What do you need? My company's expanding in the area, looking for people interested in making an extra two to $3,000 a month part-time from home. Do you know anybody who might be interested in that? Oh, yeah, sure. Me, you, great. Here's my name and number. How do I contact you? Excellent. Hey, I'll give you a call in the next 24 to 48 hours with all the details. Is that fair enough? It was really great meeting. And move on. I don't have to think about that. I don't, I don't have to wonder what am I going to say. That's what I'm going to say 100% of the time until it stops working. And it hasn't stopped working. Everybody that I say, who do you know, say me. That's who they know. It's rare that somebody says, nope, don't know anybody want to make money. got to become surgical. It's got to become second major, just like breathing, just like eating, recruiting, breathing, eating, recruiting, breathing, eating, recruiting. Hey, guys, I'm on my way to Jamaica for the Great Travel Owner uh, uh, Forum to meet a ton of new vendors and get a ton of uh, 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 new travel ideas for each and every one of us. Um, so I'll see you guys when I get back. Talk to you then.